everybody, and welcome along to this week's edition of the Irish Golfer Podcast, brought to you in association with Golf Saudi. <laughs> <laughs> brought to you in association with KPMG, so uh, Peter here is always joined by John Craven. Hell, John. How are you, Pete? <laughs> Should I say DP? Um, uh, this is... Uh, I don't know. I don't know where we go with this this week. This is going to get heated very quick. I think. Ah, I was very heated yesterday, um, but no, I don't know where I go. I'm a broken man, to be honest. I'm sick of us meeting like this. Um, seems like every week we're talking about off course stuff and not on course stuff. And yes, no surprise really what happened yesterday. Um, I'm just sad more than angry, <laughs> to be honest. So fill people in what happened yesterday. Um. So. I got an email, I was going about my business, making a toasted sandwich or whatever I was doing. Um, and yeah, an email comes in that the European tour is now, from 2022, going to be called the DP World Tour, which actually didn't bother me. I was like, ah, yeah. who, I don't really care about the name. That's, I'm pretty sure you said that last week as well. Like, I don't really care. Yeah, naming like, rights is naming control rights. Control things. Yeah. Yeah, like there's names, but like there was time, like... Yeah, like things like Lansdowne Road, the Aviva, like the Tree Arena, all this. Like people are always like really, I don't know, like romantic about those ideas and stuff. But the fact is if those big money corporations don't come in, you might not have the stadiums or the, the venues and all this kind of thing. So from that point of view, yes, it's good business. Um, for the European Tour, clearly the European Tour is in serious trouble. Like you only have to look this week, for example, like Houston opens on seven and a half million prize pot the regular season finale on European tours one and a half million. So like there's a huge disparity there already. It just so happens that the European tour have gone into business with people who they've already been in business with, but now that they've just they've sold whatever bit of their soul they had left. They sold <laughs> out again. Yeah. So like this is it's a final act of desperation, isn't it? Like there's no other way of looking. At it. Now it is good for the tour. It's like we'll get into the the. I the actually have a pro. Negatives. I have a pros list. Yeah, no, there so, is, and there's yeah. a lot of pros from it. It's just, I don't think it's sitting well with people the way. Like there, I'm there actually was, glad there's a lot of people that, are, like, have called it out for what it is because like the yesterday was a celebration. Like it was Keith Pelly <laughs> was out in front. Keith Pelly, Robin Hood of the people. He's stealing from all these rich Arab nations, and he's given to the poor people of the European tour. And we should all embrace it and enjoy it and all the rest of it. But yeah, if whatever, like in a momentous occasion, like it was only two years ago. I was talking to you about it earlier, and I was looking up when was that last European tour rebrand, which was going to be the future about driving mm. golf. Twenty nineteen, literally twenty nineteen. So, like, you can't imagine that in 2019 they were thinking, ah, yeah, like, we'll put all this money into this rebrand and in a couple of years now we'll get the DP World Tour thing on board and we'll roll that out. As you say, desperation, it feels more like a surrender than a celebration, that it is, like, last resort stuff. I can imagine, like, like DP Dubai, like, all these, like, courses that have hosted the European Tour for the last decade or two, I could imagine them sitting down and be like, like, Keith's, have so much money we can help you <laughs> we can help you if you if you want help help just, us help you yes help us help you and keep being like oh man i can't do it like I, i'm gonna go to jay again jay do you have 20 euro for taxi jay help us out at the pga <laughs> tour jay and if you just, just come keep please like we're waiting and as if this was a big like negotiation or whatever i'd imagine it was the easiest thing ever it's like yes done we've been asking you for 20 years no problem we'll help how much money do you want yeah. here's a blank check 
So that's that's kind of how I feel. Like, there's nothing to celebrate here. It's just the way of the world. And it's more I, money. It's yeah. commercialism. It's more money, yeah. But it's... How has golf, right? So, like, you strip back the history of this. Like, how has golf ended up in the middle of, like, a gulf war of such? <laughs> because this is what it is. Like, it's the Saudis against the Emirati now, like... If, at sponsoring golf tournaments, going head to head, he has got golf or golf change but one letter. Like uh, how how has it ended up like this? How has the Middle East and all the oil money and all the sponsorship literally taken a front seat with golf? It, it's it, it's bonkers. It is when you bizarre. Think of it. It's it's bizarre. They just have bottomless pits of it, don't they? Um, yeah. And we pandered to them, like you know, European Tour pandered to them, and now we're a victim of. Getting these guys involved and not a victim. I'm not going to say a victim of it. Like they're commercially, no. they're doing really, really well. But like, I just, I, I, I know the European Tour have rebranded a number of times, and yeah, people will say they were called the Volvo Tour before, and I've no problem with naming rights. Like the company stays the same. It's still the European Tour when you strip it all back. They're not changing that, so it will evolve into something else. But you'd never see the PGA Tour do this. No, they, they wouldn't. just wouldn't do it. Wouldn't drag their brand like through the brand moment. suicide. Well, I'd imagine that, like, I feel like Hugh Pelly is a puppet of Jay Monahan. Like, Jay's just like, you do this. Key. Well, it's and evident it, and now. Like he's just, yeah, it's like, this is it's evident. It's evident. 100%. And it, this is, I know he was questioned up on stuff. They, like, it's reactive. It's not proactive. No, it's absolutely It's absolutely not. reactive. And yeah. they're just reacting to somebody else. Like, they're, they're being dragged, kicking and screaming to this point. Neither Jay Monahan nor Keith Pelly ever wanted this. No. But now they have to go on a stage at Dubai Expo and pretend like it's the greatest thing ever and this is the future and this is what we want. Like and I'd love to be I'd love to go forward ten years and see how it all evolves <laughs> and just like laugh at the way things are. Like it, the 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 one but like the positives, you can look at the money, you can look at the Do we need more money at the top table in golf? The answer probably is no, but like they're attracting more money. Yeah. We need more money in the the lower levels of golf, you know? Like, looking at stuff yesterday, actually, Dan Godding that runs the, 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 the Euro, P- Pro. Euro Pro Tour, they are now the only tour in Europe with Euro in their name. They are the one true tour. They're the one true yeah, tour. Yeah, that's they're, class. They're the protectors of the galaxy. Good man, Dan Godding. I know, I love that <laughs> shout-out. No, he's dead right. Uh, like, but it's, like, they have, the European tour have been a world tour for a long, long time, but, like, did they need to go this route... I just, I just there's, so, there's so many more questions than answers around it. And Pelly yesterday refused to get drawn yeah. on any of the Saudi stuff. He was quizzed up on, um, you know, do, is this a reaction towards this? Oh, we'd like to leave talking about this is the greatest day ever for European golf and for world golf. And yeah, um, but that like he is in a like a PR driven job. Like that's what he's gonna do. Like he's he's gonna just disguise whatever it is that's going on behind the scenes and everything's going to be great. And, like, the players are all coming out behind it. Players who don't even bother their arse to play in the European Tour are coming out to say this is a great day for the European yeah. Tour because their public relations officer tweeted on their behalf. Like, it's it's so see-through. Has McElroy put it out, actually? I haven't seen anything from McElroy. I don't think so, but, like, yeah. Like, what, what difference does it make? They're, like, they've gone into bed... With people I don't think they should have. Like, that's the bit I really struggle with. And I wish I didn't. Like, I wish I could remove where the money comes from, like, from the actual products and stuff. But, like, 
like anytime I read about it, then it's just like, well, no, I can't do that. <laughs> I actually, I got a text from one of my mates. I, we were just talking about it, and he's like, people are there to read about golf, Johnny, not have your left wing idealism shoved down their throat. And I would agree with your mate I, to an extent. I know, but, but and like, and that's there's a lot of people like him. Yeah. I could totally accept that. But there's the, like the story, like people are like golf and politics shouldn't mix. But like the stories that we're seeing in golf is about Saudi back to Asian tours, UAE back to European tours. Like that is politics and sport mixing. Yeah. So like if you don't report it, then you're basically yeah burying your head in the sand. It's like the cigarette money of the sixties and seventies, and the, like yeah. it's, it's just it's a different. They've moved on to a different machine. But like, the, I I I think it's good that yeah the money is more in golf but what really annoys me is it's all aimed at the top tier it's all like they they added they are adding stuff to the challenge tour and they have said they'll add and that will this could be and we we hit on it last week um with the asian tour now with the opportunity that's going to create with um a stronger more more viable challenge tour with bigger prize funds uh, the web.com tour or whatever it's called Corn Ferry Corn in Ferry. the States yeah, yeah. Oh, I did that on purpose I like that <laughs> <laughs> whatever it's called the um, name doesn't matter name doesn't matter yeah, yeah the, the exactly. second tier tour in the uh, land of the free <laughs> and the home of the brave um, yeah th- like that's there's a lot more opportunity there those price funds have gone up so like the European tour I don't know, like, the schedule looks unbelievably good. Never have I known the European Tour to put out a schedule at this time and literally have pretty much everything filled in on it. Yeah. So they've been working hard on this in the background, but this... Because they're working for their life. Mm. Like, they know their livelihoods are under threat. Like, like we said, Kelly's it's like working. rats getting off the Titanic. Yeah. Like, it was, it was literally, they had to get their house in order. And they had to communicate properly with the European, or with the PGA Tour to make this happen. But are we now creating a two-tiered society on the upper end? Like, we, we won't see these guys, will we, in many European tour events now? No, definitely not. I, d- I don't know where I stand on that. Like, the the lads that have, like, the Europeans that have committed to the PGA Tour are going to stay in America, as far as I can see. This mm. isn't going to change anything. Like, money doesn't solve everything. Like, people have this belief that... No, but how much is too much for the for the upper end? Like, we're looking at this outside the majors. So this, they're talking about this is the, the first time that the European Tour have broke through $200 million yeah. in a season, right? Outside, you strip away majors, WGCs, overall prize funds. It's uh, $140 million just on the European Tour or DP World, whatever they're called. We'll call them European Tour for this week because it doesn't <laughs> kick in. Yeah. Uh, so $140 million for all tournaments. That outstrips the previous sort of pre-pandemic high of $130 million that we had back in 2019. So they've seen growth, even though the tournaments have been disastrous over the last year through COVID. They're back to a better situation than they are. Like $200 million for next year is just mind-boggling amount of money. Um, but the weaker tournaments, the ones that those top players aren't going to play are going to be $2 million. Minim- minimum, yeah, $2 million, which isn't... Well, most great. of them are $1 million this year. Yeah. So they're doubling oh, the price. Oh, it's funds. an improvement for now, absolutely. Um, like, having not had to really work for it. Just had to dip into... And then the end of pockets. season, DP World. So, like, this is the... I know you have to do it like that. But the... Disc- the the weekly ups and downs on the PGA Tour, they have the perfect blend of events that, like this week you're paying, playing for 7 million, next week it's 8 million, 9 million. So there's never a drop from like, 
even when they go to like their second string events that the they have on or whatever yeah. it's going to be like yeah like it never goes anywhere near as low as the european tour stuff so like we're going this week from like i think it's a million dollars up this week million in, and a half dubai, in dubai and it's nine million in the week after in dubai mm, exactly so when lowry and macro and all come for their exactly. annual trip to the europe, seagulls come and and the <laughs> annual trip to europe in the <laughs> desert of yeah. the uae and um, yeah exactly so it's there is a huge disparity there so it highlights clearly. how broken the system was and these guys are being literally dragged kicking and screaming and this so like the saudis have done a good job in mixing yeah. things up and actually oh. making these guys make pro like they, they have literally Disrupted turned the world the upside market. down yeah 100%. they've turned the world upside down and they're not going to go away yeah the guys and know. even still a lot of these lads who are coming out supporting this uae backed initiative could easily jump ship to the saudis because they're gonna go to whoever's paying more yeah and and this is what it's all gonna boil down to if we like we dilute the european tour into the PGA Tour, which they're, they're it doing. Started, yeah. It's already, the cleansing has started. Yeah, 100%. There's no way around it. Like, so they're breaking down that want, need, they're breaking down that passion that you had towards those tours. And it will turn into, where can I get the most money? Definitely. That's the way it's going. No doubt. Like, Lowry was talking about it there um, yesterday, it must have been. Um, and, like, you can see it from a player's point of view. Like, it is good news for the players. And he wasn't even talking about himself, really. He's talking about lads who are struggling the on the European guys, tour. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. $2 million events, like, it's, it's, it's hard. And Larry made some good points in that press conference. Although they're big events, these guys are struggling. Yeah. He's living the dream because he's playing at a $10 million events every week. But, like, guys playing in a $2 million or €1 million Euro event, which they have been this season, last season... They like there's very few of them making money. Absolutely. Like we only we were talking to Michael Howey last week. He was on about like a caddy's costing him eight hundred quid a week. Like forget about like going into yeah. all the other expenses, the hotels and all the rest of it. So it is a an expensive business. So for that like ilk of player, like I'm I'm for it. Like the the couple of challenge tour initiatives for a start, they obviously had to invest in the challenge tour. Yeah. Like if you had have just like bypassed the whole growing the game narrative by skipping the challenge tour, then this would have fallen on its arse even more. So they've thrown a couple of things in. More investment in the challenge tour. This John Jacobs bursary award is like gonna support the top five graduates from the challenge tour who go on to the DP World Tour next year. I think it pays all their travel expenses and stuff. So obviously that's nice, but at the same time it just feels like a little, yeah. like a courtesy gesture. Call it whatever you want. Um, like again, you just see through that. Like the the bottom line is, this whole thing is not about those lads. It's not about Michael no. Howie. Keep telling for doesn't it's even know who Michael Howie is. Yeah. And it's about it's the about top, keeping top him, level, and it's about keeping the CEO and the stopping as them well. going to other tours. And exactly, it's self preservation for a lot yeah. of the board on the PGA and European tour. Exactly, and like that's just that's where I struggle with it, and and I'll always struggle with that. Like as I said, I wish I didn't care, but I do. But I just don't get this money. Um, thing is not going to solve their problem the european tour had so much money a couple of years ago like we've talked about it we've had these huge race to dubai like three million euro prize pots for events that like lads weren't willing to travel to get to so i don't see what's going to make it different now i don't i don't think this is going to improve the european tour from a fan perspective like i just don't see it like the the main main like europeans that play in the pga tour are gonna definitely prioritize those events this year, I think only we had John Ram over for Spain for a couple of events. That was about the height of it. Yeah, like Rory played Irish Open, he had to. Um, 
like there's not from a fan point of view some fans won't care which is fine um just from our perspective of having to write about it all the time i'd find it impossible just to go yep dp world tour no bother we'll take that without talking about all the other shit that it brings into play so like the question like is the european tour losing its identity has it ever had an identity like the, the main players don't play in it it travels to the highest bidder like in my lifetime the european tour has never had an identity so i'm not worried about that at all even if you look at the top 10 the race of the wide this year like the leaders of it are billy horse and colin Marikawa. like there's no i know how does that happen Europe. yeah how does that like happen? what is going on so like the only solution the status quo has ever had to any problem is throw more money at it but it's gonna just churn out the same tournaments, the same seventy-two hole things, which like half makes me think, oh fuck, maybe I do want a super golf league. Like maybe I do want to see something totally different. Like they're pushing me away. Exactly. And this is the point that I was trying to get across. Like they they're they're making it they're making no difference between what they're doing and what the the Saudis Saudis are doing doing. with the Asian tour. No. They're, they're cleansing everything together And now it, it's going to make it easier for players To do whatever the hell they want And just move around and do And like the Saudis will be clever about this And the Asian tour They'll come with more They know it's not really about the money It's about a lifestyle It's about opportunity It's about this It's about that And playing less golf for more money For the top guys Like it's It's such It's not even a two or three tiered society anymore In golf Like literally these guys are pulling the ladders up behind them Hundred percent. They're on the top. They're like they're on the upper deck of the ship, and they are not like they're making it so hard for people to. The more money they add to the top level, it just becomes so much. It's near impossible. Yeah, to get there, and they've lost their trump card for me. Like they're the whole thing of like the Saudis being bad money. We're good money. Like support us. We're we're the clean angels or whatever. Like that's gone for me now because they're in yeah. bed with a very similar regime. Like easy now, Tiger. Easy. I know. I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed. <laughs> really, but I just yeah. I like. I'd love. I'd love for one day, like if an openly gay golfer won the tour championship in Dubai and celebrated with his partner there, and what would happen? Like that's the kind of thing we're dealing with here. Like because that if that like was a good episode if, of South Park, I know, isn't it? If that was a local, he could be killed. Like that's the kind of thing you're getting into bed with. So yeah, yeah I don't want to go down that route. Like people can read about it themselves. I read about it a lot yesterday and it absolutely depressed the shite out of me, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but like you can't, there can't be just a distinction there. Like there, at the end of the day, there is good money and bad money. And golf now, in all facets of the game, it seems, is in with bad people. Yeah, like uh, it's, it's, it's hard to, but yeah. Sum it up like nah, that. It's, it's shite. Like, and even looking at some of the players, Ross Fisher with his quote, like, Dubai pushes the boundaries of what's possible. It's like, piss off, Ross Fisher. Dubai pushes. Oh, yeah. Like, what are you on about? They build big skyscrapers by paying people $250 a month. It's complete exploitation. Like, it's nonsense. I hate when players, like, get involved in things like this. When, like, Ross Fisher, like, thank you is what he's saying. Thank you for giving me yeah. a life. Like, forget about all those other people. Ross Fisher is the most important man here. It's sad. It's sports washing. It's all that stuff. It's just in a different guise. The, like the difference is that Abu Dhabi and Dubai happen to be further along in their sports washing. Like they've been doing it for twenty years. Saudis are kind of new at it. Like that's the only difference for me. Um. So yeah, I don't know. Again, as I said, it, it pushes me away. It makes me want to shop local. It makes me want to go to more amateur events. It makes me want to not watch the tour. Like like people who are sick of watching like Leeds or Liverpool and stuff, they go to Daily Mount instead or Talca Park or whatever. Like that's what golf's doing to me now, and, and I don't like it, but it's that's the way I feel about it. 
Yeah, no, it's not just golf, it's all sports, and that's the thing, but like, keeping it back, positives, 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 we have to get back to the positives, uh, looking at the schedule, well, I don't know if this is positive or not, I don't know how I'm going to dress this up, Irish Open, here we go, another another pin over grenade. Oh, stop. Yay, no. Mount Juliet again. I know, like, Mount Juliet is a lovely place, we played it. It's a great the, golf course. Yeah, it is, we played it on the Monday after the... Uh, the Irish Open this year, it was in unbelievable condition. It was really impressive. It's just, for me, not a good representation of an Irish golf course, or uh, of Irish golf. It's an American design. Um, I think so I think they've given up now on the whole link swing. That's it. Yeah, it's just, it seems dead. to be gone. Like, fair enough to get it back. Like, they had a, a pretty shite run at it, really. Like, they were limited in how many people they could uh, permit and stuff like that. So, and Kilkenny's a great city, so it would be nice that they mm. benefit property from an Irish Open. You'd hope if it doesn't happen this year. So, like looking at the schedule, it is on. It's just two weeks before the Open. It's yeah. the first week in July. Literally, Irish Open finishes on the Sunday. JP McManus Pro Am and Adair starts Monday, Tuesday. Will the guys that are playing in the JP McManus come early? And play when you look at what's on the PGA Tour, and they could. Well, I suppose you're not going to play the PGA Tour and fly overnight and no. come. Tiger's done that in the past. That like I've been watching him on telly at like up until one o'clock in the morning, go to bed, get up, drive to a dare the next morning, and he, like he's there after winning a tournament. Like it's it's crazy. But my hunch is that th- this falls all wrong. Like I, I was looking at that schedule. Like I feel like. If people are going to be playing in the JP Pro Am, they're going to want to play in the Scottish Open. They're going to want to play in the Open. Like that's a, a fair bit of commitment. Like golf on and off the course. I'd imagine to be pulled apart by media and different things like that. I don't see like apart from the Irish lads who are kind of obligated almost to play. Yeah. I don't see how like say Justin Thomas or John Ram or something like that is going to bother playing that much golf. I just don't see it. Like, yes, they'll play the JP. That, and that's the thing. They'll choose to yeah. come to... The, like, that will be the sickening part for us. If I think that's what happens. And that's... Like, we're going to end up in a situation that we'll get the Justin Thomases and we'll get the John Rams, like you said, and we'll get the well, John Ram, DJs. Yeah, oh, and they'll come and play. They they won't come for the Irish Open. They'll just come for the JP. Yeah, definitely. I think it was sad last year that John Ram came out and said that, like, if that Irish Open was on a Lynx course, he would have played it. But yeah. it it just doesn't do anything for his open prep, and that like that's nothing against Mount Juliet. That's just the way it is. Um, yeah, I just think it that's a lot. JP Scottish and then into the open like that's enough for any golfer, I'd imagine. Yeah, and the schedule is mad the way it overlaps now. Those co-sanctioned events like it's yeah like the week of the Genesis Scottish Open. There is a PGA Tour event on on US soil the week of the Open. Same. It's like, you know, and they're still decent events. They're still they're four or five million money. dollar events. Yeah, like. more, I think. Yeah. Um, no, like that's like kind of stuff's good. I think it's five Rolex events next year as well. Um, going the tour going to Japan, there's Belgium's getting an event, things like that. Um so yeah, like in terms of that, I guess it like a, the European tour know the value of a good Irish Open as well. Like Pelly was pushed on it yesterday as well, and he's like we're confident the Irish Open like they still don't have Dubai Duty Free signed up. As yeah. so they were asked about that with the Dubai links, and sure, they said they're still sponsor, weren't they? Yeah, exactly. They're yeah. still looking through, um, doing that, and then we're very confident they'll have a partner going forward, and we're very, very confident that it will be an integral part of the European tour for many years to come. But he did mention that they're discussing what was it? Uh, uh, it's a critical market for us. 
uh, golf courses, great history, a leading player in Rory McIlroy. So you can rest assured that in all our discussions we are having with the PGA Tour, that the Irish Open is at the forefront of our thinking. So uh, the Irish Open, 100% after this year, is going to be a PGA Tour co-sanctioned. Yeah. There is no question about it. And it's just that creates, again, the opportunity of an American audience. Why don't we not have it on a Lynx course? Yeah. And, and, and do it in that way and have... Don't have anything... Like, the schedule would work in 2023 if they did the Lynx swing again. Definitely. And have it that they are the top events around the world and the PGA Tour get out of, of the way of that happening and let a three-event schedule in the lead-up to the Open on links courses happen. Because the PGA Tour were the reason it didn't happen before because they're putting eight, nine million dollar events on up against an Irish Open on a really good golf course but with a bad prize fund. Yeah. And a weakened field. It would... Sorry. It would work. Yeah, definitely. I completely agree. But they won't do that. No. <laughs> I know. This is, they won't know. do that. They won't do that. It um, is a shame. Like, just even from a fan's point of view, it's so much more interesting to watch Lynx golf, like, for a couple of events a year. Like, you rarely hmm. get it, just to mix it up from the Players usual like target it. golf. Players like it. Players like it. It makes complete sense. But as things stand, I just think... The Irish Open is just a bit of a lost puppy. It doesn't really know what's going on. Like, we'll go and enjoy it. It's going to be a big event. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be a big event. Like, they're opening the prize fund. It's up to $6 million for next year. Like, it's a big, big Irish Open. Yeah, I just I, can't see any of the world's, like, say, top 10, 20 players playing. Outside of the Irish guys, yeah. and one or two will come. Um, yeah, and, like, they're planning. They're obviously looking at this. Like, we're in the run-up to the Ryder Cup in a dare manner already. So, like, you know, rumours are that we've Mount Juliet. The rumor mill has it that we're looking at the K Club again after that. So we're on to we're onto a Parkland course. Yeah. Again, you would think that the European tour are eyeing up in exactly the same way as we did in Paris, that we have a Dare Manor hosting at least one, if not two, European tour events before the Ryder Cup. Yeah. And that would be a way that they try and get all these superstars across. But again, it's not selling what we want to sell or it's not showing no. what we want to show. But that seems to be the way of their, but their I future don't, thinking. Yeah, and I don't mind that. I just think the date needs to change then if it's going to a place like that. Because players, most players won't play three weeks in a row leading up to an Open. So if that Irish Open was in September at their manor, yeah, people might come over because then you compare it with Wentworth or whatever and you can have a little European stretch that way. But just where it is... Yeah, it's just lost in the schedule, I think. So overall, yeah. do you have anything, anything more to add on the, the no. Gulf War? Oh, stop, I know. No, I think, yeah, like people have their opinions or whatever. I just, like I'm all for reading about who we're getting into bed with and stuff like that. I think it's an important part of the story that needs to be told. Um, you just hope it leaks down. You hope they do more for the challenge story. You hope yeah. they do more for, but like... They're being forced, kicking and screaming down this route and they're they're making, like you said, a very valid point, they're making what the Saudis are doing with the Asian tour look the exact same as what they're doing. Exactly. And like that's uh, the frustration when we like get a press release from them um, and you put it out on the website because that's the right thing to do. Like when I'm doing that, I feel like I've... He, like Keith Pelly's almost like a ventriloquist and I'm his dummy and he's his, ha his hand up my arse and I'm just saying this is exactly what Keith Pelly wants me to say about this like there is a complete other side to that there's a lot of smoke and mirrors there um, and yeah like if you want to depress yourself read about it and if you don't then good for you
But no, that's kind of it. It's not going to change anything, really. The Saudis are going to come out with something bigger and better now next week, and something else is going to happen. And this is just going to go on and on and on. Tell you what, it's brilliant for the top players because they are literally being pulled apart in a bidding war, and they're just winning every single way. The top players are like the housing market. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally, just like they can't what's going on. Like, but they're being offered uh, like the appearance fees. Can you imagine what this will do to appearance fees? Ah, over the last, over the next few years, like it's a great time to be a top fifty in a world player. Yeah, like you're licking your lips and like fair play. Like I don't begrudge them anything. Like that's fine. I just I can't relate to it. Someone that's tipping on the top fifty in the world. Then right, let's move on. Shamey Power. Yeah, what a man. He's a nice guy. Though. He's a nice guy. <laughs> Will he change when he gets on the gravy train? Yeah. <laughs> he's nearly there. He's nearly he's there. already in Vegas, shirt, living in Sin City. Ah, no, he's, he's class. Nine top 20 finishes, I think we counted on the calendar year. In yeah. PJ Tour, he's different gravy now. He's definitely playing his way into Ryder Cup consideration for a couple of years, the way he's going. He's one of the most consistent players on tour. Um, but yeah, up to 89th in the world, start of the year, 429th. Like, it's, it's some going considering like every tournament he plays in is against like the best players in the yeah. world it's not like he's sneaking up there on no, dodgy his dad, fields his, like, like we that. highlighted before and he talks about it. his data sets are as good as anybody out there yeah he's uh, unbelievable match him up to anybody he's not even happy with how he's playing at the minute and he's yeah. still comfortably top 20 and um so yeah that's big news i think mcdell missed the cut last week he was kind of started the season well but struggle there but now it's brilliant he's back in houston this week he'll win again like very soon, soon. Yeah. yeah i'd agree with that very soon yeah it's good to see marcowa win but again another this is it's it's been bonkers when you add it all up like the another or not marcowa sorry i was gonna say i was like jeez they missed that <laughs> hovland victor good um, to see victor win um yeah like when you add it all up again, you look at our form of our Ryder Cup players since the Ryder Cup. It's make you pull your hair out like it's bonkers. It is bizarre, isn't it? That was a mad uh, start to his week as well. Did you see that? He loaned his driver to Danny Lee and the range yeah. doing speed training and got it back in three pieces. <laughs> Some start to the week like. Um, and apparently Victor was like, don't worry about it, that's grand. He took it in his stride. He's just a laid one. back dude. Yeah, he got given one by James Hahn apparently. Um, but yeah, no, it was good to see because it was a front running win as well. I don't think he's had one of them before. Yeah. So like kind of sleeping on a few shots of a lead and not a bother to him. He's a killer. Um, yeah, like Victor Hovland. What age is he? 23, 24. Yeah. That man's going to be making a lot of money Stop. in the next few years. Stop. But you'd have to think, yeah, he's he's prime for a major now. Like he's as good as anyone. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Um, I had him. I had like Harrington is another one on the miss. Just kind of running through things. A lot of people don't know what's going on with a lot of this, but Harrington's like very close now to getting in that top fifty to get. He needs like a top fifteen or twenty this week, I think, doesn't he? And he'll get into the top. He's fifty first. Like that, yeah. He'll get him in. So yeah, so he's fifty eighth at the minute. Um, but he's only played limited stars know, compared yeah. to the rest of them. Six hundred grand or so I counted we from take eleven him for tournaments. We we it's so take him and like, his talent for like granted. bloody Robbie Keane back in the day. <laughs> took him for granted. Uh, he's unbelievable. She's outgunning yeah. pretty much all of her tour pros. Um, yeah, pure class. Sad that Cormac Sharvin's not in this week. Yeah, no, it was tough. Like uh, you know, got COVID diagnosis, had to pull out last week. This week. Um, he's just had a bad year There's some tour safety net or something So his category is going to be kind of maintained Like it'd be fairly decent for next year It won't be a full card But he'll have plenty of starts left 
Um, and good to see, yeah, talking about the European Ryder Cup, do we get Thomas Peters winning? Like, there's a man who, like, people are talking about now, is he going to be a world number one? It's like, yeah. what year is this? This, this happened before. 2007 or yeah. 9 or 10. Or, yeah. he's, so it's mad. He's back. Nah, he was class. Um, he was bawling crying as well. I've never seen him cry, which was great to see. Um, thought he was struggling to get back to the top 10. But Lucas Bjergad as well, who was a top 50 player, he was bawling crying after finished birdie, birdie to keep his card. Like those lads legitimately could be on Kick the on next Ryder Cup time. team. Yeah, and they're they're class. Like to be able to fin like he Biergard bo- bogey sixteen, pretty much his job's on the line, birdie seventeen and eighteen. Like whatever about the pressure holding the put to win a match in the Ryder Cup, like that's bloody pressure and he's proved he can do it. Um so yeah, fair play to him. Um and then last on that Ryder Cup, what's going on with Luke Donald? You sending me bloody betting from Boyle Sports. <laughs> <laughs> he was backed off the boards there last week. Eighteen to one into eleven to eight to be captain. Someone, someone's messing somewhere. Someone's fiddling the books. It feels a bit sneaky. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. If he, <laughs> is he? Is he in line? Maybe. Oh, he is. definitely he is in line. He definitely enough. is in line. Um, it's just they suspended betting on him. So yeah, it's a funny one. It is a funny one. My little roundup here, Pete. I don't know what you have. Michael Howey fell short of getting an improved category. Like even if he had top thirty on the. Uh, road to Mallorca Sands He would have got Improved category For Challenge Tour Next year uh, He's going to have A few starts In the main tour And he'll have His full Challenge Tour card But um, he was pretty Happy with himself Like he made 80 grand or so At the Dunhill That time as well So he has the money To go and give there. it A proper yeah. go Like this year And he's still Playing good enough golf He's a man who needs Like links golf courses And things like that Just to level The playing field a bit Like the trickier Little dinky courses The better for him Yeah um, Alps Tour final stage started today Luke Donnelly I don't know how it's going I haven't looked But Luke Donnelly won first stage So he leads seven Irish in there Michael Young Connor Coyne James Sugru Mark Boucher's over Cartonhouse Amateur Simon Bryan And Robin Dawson Who is a man in need of some form So top 35 at the end of the week At full status But they're all going to have a bit of status Yeah that's the thing Like they oh, all have So it helps You can pay to play in a few events But you want to you want to be exempt for a few Yeah exactly um, Shout out to Ronan Malarney He won't thank us yeah, for this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, He won his uh, first professional title On the, the incredible Toro Tour Where bulls are made I think there was 20 in the event he was a bit embarrassed about winning, I think, um, just because it wasn't, yeah, it's obviously not, not that big of an event, but it's, it's your first paycheck, it's your first, what did he, what did he win for it, like he's 600 quid or something like that, and I think expenses <laughs> kind of clean about, got some 200 quid entry fee, I think you bought a dinner out of it or something, um, Ah, yeah, exactly. Wins a win, but no, he'll be playing a bit on the tour tour this year. It's just an awkward time because lads are fi- either finishing their season or doing is he fully exempt now for two years in the tour tour? Oh, I, I, I'd say at least the prize bull on it now. Yeah, <laughs> um, no, he's. Uh, I he'll definitely play a bit. Like in say January, February, you'd be playing against lads who are like regulars on Challenge yeah. Tour, Alps, all the rest of it. They're just not there at the minute. Um, but no, well done. And also, Kinsale's Louis Galvin, who I don't know. I don't know Louis, but he's only 15. Ronan was telling me, and he won the amateur event at it. Yeah. Um, so fair play to him. Um, and just another couple on this week. Stephanie Meadow got an invite to Pelican Women's Championship. That starts tomorrow. She needs to get, I think it's top 80 to get full card. Um, she did finished She's third a spot or two outside, isn't she? She's a, She's a few places outside. She needs a good week. Yeah. Um, but she, yeah, I think she pulled out of the bag at the same event last year. So maybe. Hopefully. Who knows? Hopefully. Um, but yeah. That's kind of that's kind of it for me. Yeah, I'm the same. Like, there's nothing. I like. 
It's just, it's a bit of a mad week. It's just so much change going on, so much just... It's hard to know. It's hard, it's hard to... At this time of the year, we're normally in wind down, but, like, to have the full schedule, to I'm have all the prize money, up, like, yeah. honestly, no, it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a, it was a tough pill to swallow, like, but, yeah, listen, we'll kick on. We'll we, kick on. We have to. We've heroes no and villains. I'm, I'm nearly half afraid to do heroes and villains with you. Are oh. there any heroes this week? Um... Jesus, I'm going down down the annals here. Poor Rory Scollard got in touch with us from Bray. I have him in my notes. Got, exactly. a, got an albatross on the very first hole, second shot of the day. In the, in the what? I think he was only like seven iron out, so he must have either bombed his driver to shore first. Hit a sprinkler head or something. Sprinkler, but yeah, fair play to him. I, I don't think I've ever spoken to anyone who had an albatross. So shout out to Rory. Um, but beyond, uh, yeah, I guess Keith Pelly's the hero, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where oh, you were going to go, yeah. hero or villain. For saving, saving the tour. Um, um, no, I didn't actually have heroes and villains. I did laugh at Phil Kenyon, the putting guru, oh, stop. giving out that he can't use a level anymore to teach people how to put. I think Some of the points he made, though, some were, of them were good. very valid. Yeah. So, like, he can measure everything else. Yeah, you can measure like you can take a Trackman or a GC quad or whatever you use out onto a golf course. You can check air density. You can check what slope is affecting. You can check everything, but you cannot check anything on the green. I think Kenyon must be involved in making those books, is he? Oh, I think he I'd is. say he's absolutely yeah, so, going to lose a fortune. Like he was human, but it's a really good. I think it's a really good initiative, and it should be across the board in professional golf. I can't believe players need a level like a spirit level to to don't work mind off it. a green. But that's grand and practice and stuff like that. It's more the yardage books, just getting rid of the not the yardage books, sorry, the the green the books. green reading books. Yeah. Like getting rid of them is a positive. Definitely. The only Have the European tour done it? But no, just it's PGA only PGA tour. tour. And the only people that have come out against her are the likes of Bryson who literally go into that data like, yeah. to the nth degree. No, it has to speed up play. It has to be a good thing. It has to Well, I do agree. I don't really care it. about it speeding up play. I just want it to have it adds more variables. Yeah. Like the like of Bryson, it just gives them something more to do. Like if they don't, like you judge it off what you see and what you feel. Yeah, and that's it. So a I've lot of wasted paper, though. And I know <laughs> I shouldn't complain about that in the magazine <laughs> business, but Jesus. Um. Yeah. No, I think that's it. Yeah. No. That you may as well. Yeah. Put a muzzle on me now. We'll wrap it up. I'll muzzle you up again for a week. So yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have some more Gulf crisis next week. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, our Middle East correspondent John Craven. I can't even afford to put petrol in the car. Like it's they're <laughs> killing me from all the way. CO twenty six or whatever they call it these days going on, and then bloody blah 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 blah. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. Greta. Right. This one's for Greta Thunberg. <laughs> Uh, yeah, cheers for everyone tuning in and as always visit irishgolfer.ie for the latest golf news and we'll be back actually early next week we've uh, Niall Kearney coming into the office to us here next week so we'll have a proper chat with Niall and uh, catch up all things 2021 and 22 and beyond and see what he's at so um, yeah, cheers for tuning in and we'll chat to you again next week <laughs>